0: The bards must drink and junk it. Hello, friends and strangers. Thank you for listening to Tomorrow Tomorrow We Die, a show about the trials and adventures that happen while touring as a working musician, told to you by people who have built their lives or big portions of their lives around writing and playing the music they love. We are your hosts. I'm John Wojniewski. And I'm Jeffrey McNulty. And every episode,
1: we'll bring you an interview with people who are out there day-to-day grinding against the many odds just to get on stage every night and try and sell you a spray-painted t-shirt. Hell yes, Jeff.
0: We did it. Episode one. Episode one. So, what is this show? And what are we doing here? Why are we telling these stories? The show is about... Tour stories. Tour spiel. It's about life on the road. The stuff that happens to you in between the shows. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I got into podcasts from a commute. I think a typical story from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You got to have something to listen to. Sitting in my car, stuck in traffic. I don't want to listen to the radio because it's just ads. I don't want to listen to NPR because it's just depressing bullshit. <laughs> you throw on some podcasts and there's so many podcasts out there and, you know, thinking about stories I want to hear, stories from my life. I wanted this show. I looked for this show and it didn't exist it wasn't there I wanted a show that was all about you know stories from touring bands that are in the underground crazy crazy stuff happens to underground bands on tour and you and I both know this from being on the road and all of our friends who have been on the road we've all got incredible war stories yeah I looked for this show it wasn't there and you know it's that DIY punk rock ethic that's been burned into me since (laughs) being a teenager it doesn't exist you just gotta make it you gotta do it yourself so here we are. And I, for one,
1: am excited to talk to bands who are currently on tour because I haven't been on tour in quite a while. And I see these bands when they do sound and they're coming through on tour and they're so excited. And uh, I miss that.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely true. Like a big part of doing this show is uh, a very, I think, naked and pathetic attempt to hold on to that lifestyle <laughs> that is <laughs> slipping through my old man fingers.
1: John, you and I have been in bands before. Uh, you know, most notably, you were in Akimbo and uh, now Sandwriter, yeah. two of my favorite bands.
0: Yeah, we've been. Uh, we did the Akimbo thing for a long time. Uh, I think th- that band was around for fifteen years or yeah, something. Yeah, you, but you toured hard. And eight of those years was pretty much myself and the drummer, and then whatever unfortunate soul ended up playing guitar for us. Pretty much rebuilt our entire lives in order to be able to play music make albums and go on tour as much as we possibly could without going bankrupt and completely damaging all of our personal relationships (laughs) in the process.
1: Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, in the van, especially going up and down the West Coast, U.S. tours. I was in a band called Bloodhag for a long time and we would tour libraries as well, which not a lot of people have done, and that would put us in the thing where we'd play two shows a day, which would get pretty intense sometimes, because you'd have to get to the next town a lot earlier to play a show, and then (laughs) Put on dry clothes and go play another show.
0: Right, the touring lifestyle of waking up at like you know eleven thirty a.m. hungover from partying until four doesn't quite jive with making the matinee show at the library to play for a bunch of kids. No, and
1: you can't roll in wasted. You <laughs> no. can't roll in smelling a weed. No, you know.
0: <laughs> I still can't believe you guys did that. It's so funny to me. Every musician I know has incredible stories about being on the road, and they're not the typical story that the average person would think about like it's not like blowjobs and roadies no and they're unique yeah, they unique like, to
1: a DIY perspective I
0: yes think. yeah and everyone's poor and you're just trying really hard not even like people aren't even really trying hard to like get famous and like break it like some people are but everyone's really you're just trying to like build a little world for yourself where you can do this all the time like mm-hmm. you do this thing that you love a lot and have it not be awful right that's the that's, dream. <laughs> that's all you're and working other towards other people think it's not awful yeah and so your your threshold for taking bullshit comes way down <laughs> and you just find yourself in some of the most crazy situations So, yeah, to kick off this show, we've got our friend Lupe Flores.
1: Who is an amazing drummer.
0: Incredible drummer.
1: We will come to find out a multi-instrumentalist, perhaps. She is in the band Tacos.
0: Wild Powers. Wild
1: Powers, yeah, which is uh, an an incredible band. And they're totally different sounding, uh, I guess, aside from the drums, really. Yeah,
0: definitely. She's definitely a rock drummer. Mm -hmm. Like she's of the, you know, think you're John Bonham, you're Keith Moon, you're Dave Grohl, you're Animal, right? Like she's... Badass. Yeah, like when, if you're at a show and Lupe's playing that show, you're not going to miss her. Nope. Yeah, she's awesome. And
1: a unique personality and really fun to hang out with. We've been lucky to be friends with her and her bandmates on and off for me for the better part of a decade. So it's really, really nice to have her. All right, let's do it. Let's start with rocking out to a little tacos.
0: Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks
2: for having me. This Lupe is Flores.
0: Fun. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. So I think anyone who's been going to shows in Seattle knows that you are, you playing Tacos. Yes. And Wild Powers. Mm-hmm. And what else?
2: Uh, I'm in-
0: Past, present, future.
2: Oh, well, currently, Lorbo, which is like a sometimes band, but Lorbo. I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's with Brad Moen. And Scaric, but he's not playing saxophone in it. He's playing um, Skerrick. They're both in like 1,200 bands. He's playing Moogs, and I don't know. They have a bunch of synths and pedals that I don't understand. And Brad makes a bunch of vocal sounds. And it's Hmm. weird and noisy and experimental and highly improvisational. But that's a sometimes band. Okay. Anyway.
0: Okay. And just so we all know, are you a drummer? Yes. Or do you play a whole bunch of other...
2: I mean, I can, but why? You know, I'm like, Uh I'm not as good at it. It's Uh not as satisfying. But just today I was like, sometimes, and I love everyone I play music with, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to depend on other people's schedules. (laughs) I want to do what I want all the fucking time. I'm going to be a one woman band. And then it's like, oh yeah, but I'm really not that good at guitar. (laughs) And my voice is just okay. So like, that's kind of a pipe dream, but maybe, who knows? There's effects for that, right? Sure. I fucking don't know. You yeah. can
1: always just go like semi-electronic <laughs> if you wanted Loop to. Pedals. I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. <laughs> I'm like so caveman. Like, oh, stick, drum, hit it, like <laughs> noise. It happens.
0: It's awesome. So yeah, tell us about uh how did how did you even get into playing music? Such a cheesy question,
2: but oh like, my god, I'm such like, a hip. It's such a it hippie start. story. How did it all start? Uh, drums. I don't know. I am a hippie. I used to be more of a hippie, and back in the day, I had a dream that I was playing drums. I think I was like 16, and I, I had a dream I was playing drums on stage. Mm-hmm. There was like no music in my house growing up whatsoever. Oh, that's weird. Literally none. Like, Interesting. I didn't listen hear Led Zeppelin until my mid-20s at what, all.
0: Was... Which w- is
2: crazy. Yeah, what,
0: that's weird. Was your American. household like kind of anti-rock and roll? Were they like, don't...
2: Well, I don't think on purpose. Like. Uh-huh. My dad listened to a lot of what I like to call adult co, adult contemporary. Mm, uh-huh. um, so like, like, what? like Richard Marks, John oh. Cicada. Ooh. One good one that I'm stoked on is Phil Collins. Sure, like, I Yeah. Guess. Yeah. A lot newer. of Genesis.
0: Yeah. Any Mike McDonald?
2: Uh, fuck yeah I'm a fan of Christopher Cross yeah fan. I fucks with all of that now yeah. Yeah. it's I'm like a,
1: I'm a sucker for Christopher
2: Cross oh and you yeah. benefit
0: from having grown up with this you know all the good that's stuff that's what I know that yeah. was my
2: only music I had growing up yeah. so yeah You're anyway like, get me
0: on a fucking yacht where's yeah. my martini yes. let's go
2: bring yeah. me those martinis <laughs> Um, I don't remember what I was saying oh yeah so I had this dream out of nowhere I was playing drums on stage don't know where that came from nobody in my family plays music and the next day, because I was a hippie, I went to Fremont Drum uh-huh. yeah. and bought a djembe, and <laughs> <laughs> that's what I did. This is
1: not where I thought this was going. <laughs> wait, I know
0: wait, wait. I it's so, so. But you were not dreaming about playing a djembe. No, were you? I was
2: dreaming about playing a drum kit. But that was right. like an attainable thing that I could buy with the money I saved from. Uh-huh being stoned and working at the Bellevue Square REI Mm. at the time in high school. So I bought that drum and got way into percussion and way into being a hippie and um, later went to Ghana in West Africa and learned how to build and make my own uh, percussion instruments, like a whole bunch of drums, huge I feel drums. like you jumped that's ahead. Cool. Like- yeah, I mean, there was a lot of smoking weed and like sitting on my couch playing <laughs> drums with like horrible white dudes for Just years rubbing before Rubbing the that. top
0: of the djembe, like, I'm gonna be <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my
2: God. laughs> yeah. Anybody that's been friends with me that long, I'm like, so, appre- I'm like, how did you how did you do this? Like <laughs> I was listening to sublime and like playing to this sh- and like fish. It was, uh-huh. it was deep. Like the, nice. the hippie shit was super deep and they stuck by me and I'm like, fuck, those are true blue true friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that happened so for when a while. So did you pick up a kit? When did that? Uh, when I graduated hippie college <laughs> that my major was rhythmic culture.
1: Was this in Bellingham?
2: This is in Bellingham, mm-hmm. uh, Fairhaven college. And I graduated in a word that I made up, culture. My parents were not pleased. But they. <laughs> <laughs> my graduation present was a drum kit. And I started playing those with my hand That because I didn't know. I had still to this day never taken a lesson. So I started playing with my hands. And long story short, saw this one-man band, uh, Lone Bird, and I was just drunk enough to be like, i'm gonna be your drummer like i went up to him and i was like hi i'm lupe i have a drum kit now and i'm gonna be your drummer and he was like cool let's have band practice i was like sweet and then when that actually happened i was like fuck i don't even own drumsticks <laughs> let alone know how to do this so um yeah anyway we ended up playing music and that band turned into my first band on drum kit sugar 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 okay and uh, yeah cut forward to 10 years that was 10 years ago
0: yeah so when did you first go on tour
2: that was i had to look at my facebook memories to remember uh taking it back yeah (laughs) i was like fuck i don't know (laughs) my first tour was sugar 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 uh and we actually went on tour with lozen and um who are my sisters and i just oh yeah great band fucking love the shit and adore the shit out of both of them um even though our bands were very different at the time. So I think that was 2008. Okay. Uh, fuck, maybe that was 11 years, because this is 2019 now.
0: Yeah. Helpful, 11 years ago. Healthily 2019. We're, <laughs> yeah. in yeah, we're, we're, in way- we're in it. We're all
2: the way. This isn't new. Yeah. This is like- I got a card yesterday that was like, Come to our wedding slash Happy New Year. I was like, "What the fuck, <laughs> oh, Happy New Year? Get the net. It's been the New Year. Yeah, for, I don't care what culture you're from. Several months now, it's been a New Year.
0: Yeah, wedding planning can be hard. Truth. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're probably just like, yeah. At that mm-hmm. point, I've been there. Oh, we're totally
0: gonna send these out in January, yeah. February at the latest. Totally. Yeah. Um. So first tour.
2: Oh yeah, with Lozen. <laughs> uh-huh. So they were road dogs long before me, okay. and um. Which was super lucky because we benefited from that a lot. Besides just benefiting from having the best time ever, but it was also the worst tour both of our bands have ever been oh, that on. Two nice. days. No, it was great, but also so awful. It was six weeks long, and your
0: first tour was six, six weeks. weeks long. So like you didn't even do like a little weekend what? party trip. No. Like you didn't do like a West Coast thing.
2: No, we just went balls. Deep. You
0: jumped into boiling water. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Six weeks is intense. Holy yeah. crap. Okay.
2: So, well, I fucking love those girls and I love the dudes in my band, but my the guy I was talking about, his name is Andy uh, Lonebird. He And
0: no, sorry, just sugar 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 was the, yeah. just the two of you, right? Nope,
2: it was three of us. 3. Okay. At that time it was three of us. Okay. Um me, Andy Piper and um Chris Sugar and okay. his last name is not Sugar. Anyway, whatever. It is now. It is now. That's fucking right. But then they were like, hey, let's have a roadie, Um, which I was like, whatever, I don't know what I'm doing. And so we brought this guy who we, three days later, I had to fire along (laughs) with us, gave him 150 bucks and was like, here's the, we dropped him off the Greyhound station. Bye. Sorry. What
0: what happened? Why? (laughs) Please, do tell.
2: (laughs) Oh, I feel really bad now because he was really nice, but now he's like dead, which (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) So you're not going to hurt his
1: feelings. It's totally fine.
2: It sounds so. If I wasn't listening to murder podcasts, I would not be laughing. But you know, you have to love it. it sucks that he's dead. He was a great person. Horrible roadie. And um, like three or four or five days in, we're playing a show in Oakland at um. There's this like row. I want to say it's 26th Street. Um, we played at this place called Ghost Town Galleries, but there's a row of art places there, mm-hmm. like the Fleshies and like all these cool ba- bands um, practice there. Anyway, super rad warehouse. We're stoked. We're playing the show. And we come back out. All our instruments are inside, are inside, and we come back out, and Lozen's van is just gone, like nowhere to be found. Very much stolen. Oh, it sounds no. like
1: Oakland sometimes. Yeah, yeah I know. Well, I the Bay Area Oakland in was general. Cruel. We've yeah. all known those stories. Yeah,
2: like I think I've played the Hemlock in Sam Well, now it's R.I.P. But that bar, I think I've Wait, played. Wait, the Hemlock like, is gone. Yeah. Oh no. It's so sad. <laughs> that being said, Ladies our and van and shit has gotten stolen from there, like probably four or five times. Yeah.
0: You're hearing heartbreak in real time. It's Did so you guys hard. ever park at the Hemlock where there was like this super alley? cool uh, guy who ran the parking garage just like across the alley? No. Yeah. There was this <laughs> dude who used to like, cause he, and he knew that he worked um, at uh, at a place that was right by a, a music venue and he knew that bands had to park there mm-hmm. like multiple nights a week cause the Hemlock was an amazing, yeah. amazing like destination for touring bands. Totally. Um, and this guy, like, I think the only analogy I have for this guy was he was kind of like a... One of those people you see out on the street who's like a sign spinner.
2: Oh yeah. Who's
0: just like super happy and positive and just like smiling and waving at everybody. A wing and he, nut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably a little crazy. Uh, but yeah, he would he would see bands like pull up in vans and just like wave them down, just super friendly and Take yeah, care. watch their shit. Yeah, watch our shit. Get us in the parking garage. So and I wish I'm I knew sorry, that fucking yeah. guy. Anyways, I don't even remember. Oh yeah, so Lozen's van Lozen's van gets, stolen. Van gets yeah. stolen,
2: and um. You, y'all know the girls in Lozen, and yep. especially Juice is a real firecracker. She makes me feel like calm and like <laughs> centered because she is like, woo, like fucking ready to kick some ass at all times. So we go out there and there's these crackheads who are like, yeah, we might na- know where your van is for 50 bucks, we'll tell you. And we get all heated and like it's this whole thing. Um, long story short, we're like, yeah, we'll give you the 50 bucks once we see the van. Knowing okay. like we're not going to give you <laughs> any money, fair. you yeah. fucking crackheads. Yeah. So how many were there? Mm, I want to say like five or six.
0: Whoa! So it was like a-, a lot of
2: a shit ton. Wow! And this tour was um, me and two dudes in Sugar Sugar Sugar, uh-huh. Hosey and Lozen with their roadie, uh-huh. who was a chick. So it's four girls, three dudes at the time for until the next day which yeah. referred but um anyway so i and think then, they felt like they could take advantage
0: probably and so like and a crackhead is a pretty like uh it's like a generic term right like how cracked out were they were they just kind of like like tweakish a little bit or were they like
2: well, they were having high as standing fuck okay. on something, but they were fucking clucked out of their mind and like they were cl- <laughs> clucks is what like just clucking hard. Yeah, well that's what we call uh, nah. when they like go around like chickens. like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of spazzy, looking uh-huh. at the ground and like rawr, jerky. Yeah. yeah, they were real fucked up. Okay, so we got the van back to the venue. Clucks were still hanging out. So they, they were, told
0: you where the van was.
2: Yeah, they walked it. We all walked there and then oh. came back, got the van, brought it back to the venue. They're still hanging out, and they were like okay, where's our money? And Juice gets, I mean, we're all pissed, but Juice is like, gets up in their face like, fuck you, motherfucker, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm in the driver's seat of the van, Hosey's in the driver's seat of her van, and we're like, get in the van, let's roll out. Like, we're fucking out of here.
3: Seems,
2: yeah. We're with Casey at the time from Harkonnen, mm-hmm. and, uh, maybe Molly, and, um, fuck, I don't remember, but I know Casey was there. And, uh, So we're all get in our vans. I have my fucking foot on the gas pedal. An idiot roadie. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Tim. I love you, but what the fuck? Who is this like real like cavalier looking adult contemporary looking motherfucker? Okay, comes out with his like flowing mullet, and he's like, "Hey man, that's no way to talk to a lady." What? Like why, dude? Like we have our shit at that point. I mean, and they, yes, they had stolen, like, their passports. We weren't getting that shit back. Cash. Not getting that shit back. Mm. You know, like, fucking let's just go. Were
0: there any broken windows in the van? Yeah, broke Lozen's
2: damaged? windows, oh, stole God. their purse and yeah. fucking shit. Anyway, oh. like, uh, it sucked. Especially because we had shows in Mexico. I'll get there. But anyway, <laughs> like, it sucks. We needed those passports. Yeah. But, uh, so, he's like, don't talk to a lady like that. Because, like, juice, you know, was like, we finally got juice in the van. And, um... Right at that point, one of the clucks like reaches in his pocket and it was like dramatic and slow enough where I was like, who knows what's in there? Could yeah. be a gun. Could be a knife. I don't want to find out. I was like, get in the fucking van, Tim. Get in the fucking van. <laughs> and I was like, Andy, get Tim! Get in the fort. I'm going. I'm like revving. And like dude like pulls his thing and Andy just grabs him. He like. Reverse DJ Jazzy Jeffs him and like pulls him by the collar into the van. Nice and like I with the door open like. Like, we just peel out of there. Oh, man. And it was fucking awful. So I fired him the next <laughs> yeah. day. Yeah. And it was, everyone's crying. It was very dramatic. Nice. Woo. Yeah. And
0: that was how like, many days like into it? Four or here? five four. days into Yeah, our it only takes days. like three, four days to get down to the Bay Area.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then it kept, your tour kept going. Yeah. So many <laughs> so bad <good. laughs>
2: things happened after that. So many bad, worse things. And,
0: and so Lozen's got like a broken window.
2: Yeah. We got that fixed some kind, sure. yeah. sometime later. I don't wow. remember when.
0: Okay, so you guys headed south from. We, there, I'm assuming. we
2: headed south. We were having like a when then we like started having fun of, aside from their shipping stolen. Then we roll up. So let's let's just pause yeah, for just a
0: second. So you're four days into your first mm-hmm. tour. This happens. What the fuck are you thinking? Like I'm how, thinking, how,
2: does... how are the dudes in my band such fucking pussies <laughs> that they can't. Fire the guy they wanted to bring on the fucking tour. I have yeah. to do it. It's my first tour. Yeah. I'm much younger than them. This guy was like old as fuck at the time. I was, I think it was like 20. 20- Five, twenty-six, 26, and he was like 40. I was like, I what? have to do this.
0: Was there like a secret meeting where you, you like took the band aside? Yes. He was and there? I was like,
2: somebody has to fucking fire him. He's putting our lives in jeopardy. This is a bad idea. Because
0: <laughs> from your point of view, this is going to happen every other night. Yeah. Also, like, yeah,
2: why not? he, he I mean... didn't have a license. Like, uh-huh. there was oh, nothing oh. he was contributing. <laughs> a without a license? I, he was just like a freewheeling dude who was like, hey, I want to hit the road for free. Sure. And I was like, Uh, no, why? Hi. What? I don't need you here. I don't want another mouth to feed. What the fuck? I think that's the moment you turn punk. Actually,
1: it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty punk to say I'll be your drummer and not have ever even had drumsticks before. That's pretty punk, too.
2: Uh, or just stupid and <laughs> like, maybe cocky. Yeah. I don't know. Or just tequila. Yeah. <laughs> or all three. <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay. then the next worst thing on that tour, we... <laughs> This band, Purple Rhinestone Eagle, super rad. Mm -hmm. Ashley Spungen, um, she makes rad pedals now. Anyway, she was in this band and booked us a weird DIY show in Arizona, outside of Stanwood, down a long, dusty dirt road that there was no map to and totally was the stuff of like, murders are made here like mm-hmm. so many people have gotten murdered
0: yeah and this is I'm assuming this is back in the day before everyone just, had cell phones yes PS, free smartphone right?
2: oh yeah free
1: cell phone no even? we had an
2: atlas a road atlas oh, yeah that we taped a picture of Uh, Angus Young on the front and called it the Angus like Angus Atlas and so that's that's how we were getting around thank you for that story (laughs) I still have it in the van even though we have smartphones
1: you have to have an Atlas in the van or you're an idiot
2: yes thank you
1: also you can't
2: look at a like even if you make the map on your phone I'm trying I can't do this on that's
1: Podcast. right, no one can see, yeah, can I,
0: no one can see what like you are doing. But like
2: shrink it down. You can't see what the fuck's going on. I yeah. need a map.
0: Well, but the, assholes. The, the flip the flip side of the atlas, though, is the atlas is the easiest way to get yourself into trouble, right? Like if, if there's like a detour or something, a road construction, or like you're thinking, I don't know if we're gonna make the show in time. Let's see if there's a shortcut. Rip yeah. out the atlas, so right? And then the next thing you know, you're on top of a mountain. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Oh no, uh-huh. I made a mistake.
1: They do go. <laughs> out of date atlases
2: oh yeah this one's hella out of of date
1: (laughs) but in a way all atlases are out of date except for they're not because if you're on tour you should have fucking atlas that's
2: fucking right thank you
0: and you want a good atlas yeah don't scrimp the one that's got the like the blown up cities like yeah every every major city is like oh it's nice
2: i do think that though like especially dudes can get like Weirdly, um, what's the word?
0: Overconfident? Like, yes. Yeah. When they have an atlas, they're yeah. like,
2: oh no, clearly we're going to take this side, Highway 447. No, and that's it's exactly like, no, what I'm talking Dick, about. <laughs> do you see how windy that is? Yeah. It's a fucking bad and idea. And also, you're
1: doing 35 yeah. when you could be doing 65. Yeah. Yeah. If you do the math, yeah. you know. Yeah. See that
2: little line? That's
0: elevation. <laughs> that means we're going up a giant mountain yeah. <laughs> with a yeah.
1: van full of gear.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> fucking whores. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. So you're on a dirt road. Okay. So So, yeah,
2: we're in the middle of nowhere outside of Scottsdale, Arizona, which is already outside of everything. Yeah. And um, we're going down the dirt road, and we roll up to this weird-ass house, and there's just like six or seven dudes sitting on these couches inside and they're watching porn.
1: Oh, good. Always a good sign. Great sign. Love that sign. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. um, and <laughs> they're like smoking something. It was not tobacco. It was not weed. It was a smell I did not recognize. Uh-huh. Did not want to know what it was. Um, and we <laughs> roll in and like me and Hose and Juice walk in first because that's a kind of bitches we are we fucking walk in and they go they don't say oh the bands are here they go oh the girls are here the girls are here as they're like hitting each other like dude oh what the girls are here <laughs> oh, and we're like man. yeah That's this so is a gross. bad sign Yeah. Um. and we're like hey so we were booked supposed to book a show like where do we set up or like what's happening and they're like oh we'll clear some space in the garage i was like did you guys know that this was happening (laughs) and they're like oh yeah 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 oh we're just gonna wait till the show's over and i'm like the show meaning like your porno movie (laughs) that you can pause at any moment yeah like they were kind of seeming seeming like oh come join please join us (laughs) like yeah. Just we
0: don't in have to load it bit. just yet. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh. It's really no rush.
0: I've seen the scene before. It's about to get really good. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, oh fuck. And we're like, uh, yeah, cool. We're just gonna go back to the van and get our stuff. So we go outside and we're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Still to this day, I think the only show I've ever like showed up to and immediately left. Um and so We're like, yeah, let's get the fuck out. So we jump in our vans, again, peel out of there. And as we're on this literally like three mile dirt road to get to this fucking creepy house, um, we see this like 80s limo roll up. And (laughs) yeah, it has like, I mean, it's a limo by like one seat. Uh It's like a sedan with just an extra seat and it's turquoise and it has like (laughs) some kind of fake suede situation. And um. So anyway, the back window rolls down and the guy's like, oh, Lupe, Andy, what's up? And we're like, uh, and it's the, this regular at a bar named Caps in Bellingham who like was in Arizona, had friends in the area. And he's like, yeah, we were going to come to your show. We rented this limo, like really peaceful. Holy shit. Yeah. So we're like, (laughs) it gets so much worse, buddy. Like fucking so much worse. So (laughs) we're like, so we're like. Oh, okay, well, we're not playing the show. And he's like, cool, we'll just go to my friend's house. He's like a millionaire. Like, let's just go to his mansion. And we're like, all right, what the fuck else are we going to do? So we follow this janky-ass limo, like, way up in the hills of Arizona. (laughs) There is no cell phone service. It is so much of this. It's like one of those suburbs where, like, every turn you make, every house looks the same. There's no way you're going to find your way out unless someone leads you out of there. Yeah, you're, like, so lost. So we're just, like, trying not to lose this limo. We get to this fucking house after, like, an hour and a half. Super high up in the hills, real big fans he has. We get in, and his friends, like quote unquote friends who we've never met before, are super racist, real mm. bad right wing motherfuckers. We quickly Whoa. find out. Like, we start drinking with them, and it's cool. We think we're like, well, oh, they're a little like rednecky, whatever. And then, um, fucking dude like gets super they're hammered dude gets real <laughs> drunk gets mad at his wife and in the kitchen where we're all hanging out pulls a fucking butcher like kitchen knife huge knife and holds it up to the wife's neck like holy shit yeah we've never seen these people how holds
0: many it, is, how many people are in the room watching
2: uh, this happen? i don't know how many people are in the room but it's like at this so point, it's, it's three people in sugars, three people with lozen, uh-huh. so six. The w- w- husband and, and wife in our weird sort of buddy. He's like an acquaintance. Guy.
1: I feel like Guy. I need a bracer shot. This story is oh my intense. God. Let's take shots. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. It gets way worse. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. yeah. This, something's got to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a knife at this woman's throat.
2: Yeah, his wife being the woman who also owns a house with him. So, yeah. Holds up a knife to her throat, and it seemed like this is not the first time this has happened because she immediately knows what to do, and that is-
0: (laughs) Oh, George.
2: (laughs) Yeah. She just sticks her hand down his pants, grabs his cock, and just starts stroking his cock until he puts the knife down. Oh, my God. We're all there. This is not private. We're all like, oh, fuck. Oh fuck! Okay, and and back
1: to the, I'd like to go back to the porno movie and just relax with those dudes. at <laughs> yeah,
2: this point they were much more chill. Yeah. I would even smoke whatever they were smoking yeah. to get out of this situation.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Um, and so then we're like, "This is fucked." And me and the girls have a little like debriefing, like, "Hey, what do we do?" We, there's no cell phone service, any so, <laughs> we don't have cell phones.
0: I have I have a quick yeah. question about details. How did you excuse yourself from the room to go have a powwow with the we girls? We just kind of like Was this backed mid away. hand job? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yes, absolutely. Okay. All right.
2: We backed away slowly like it was a cougar or a bear.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. Cause you don't wanna <laughs> yeah. you don't wanna startle them. No. But you gotta like, you know you gotta do something.
2: Yeah. So we backed away slowly and we were like, we don't know how to get out of here. We have no service, like there's no we don't know what to do. And,
0: I guess we're going to live in the desert.
2: Yeah, we we're like, <laughs> we're going to go upstairs and, go quote, go to bed. And so, like, as we're, like, getting ready to go to bed, Andy at the time, who's such a big-hearted, good person, but is, like, such a good sweetheart that he sees, like, I'm going to see the best in people and, like... Maybe this was a joke. And I'm like, this isn't a fucking joke. He's going to kill people. <laughs> um, Andy is, like, trying to diffuse the situation with them and, like, starts to make jokes. Sometime in there, the fucking asshole motherfucker dingus, scary ass, probably murdered people guy goes, something, something, something. Well, if the fucking Indians didn't, blah, blah, blah. Oh, good. That's a
1: great thing to yeah, be racist just add against it. when you're living in... Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. It's
2: not your fucking country, Whitey. Fuck you. Ugh, I can't even
0: Hey you know In I mean? his defense he's probably just fishing for another hand job.
2: Maybe, yeah. it was like, oh, that's what? So up. Like, <laughs> how much John. worse can you get? He's like, who else is gonna get me? How, uh, b- like, if I keep saying and yeah. doing shitty things,
0: it's very like, like I have a kid, it's very like childish. It's yeah, like, if I do bad things, people will I pay attention, attention to me. <laughs> there's yeah. that negative
1: reinforcement, <laughs> yeah. of Like, well, I put a knife at my wife's throat and got a hand job again. We're assuming, yeah. yeah. So maybe if I say racist shit to these obviously brown girls.
2: Yes. One of whom is from the Puyallup tribe and is like fucking Native Pride righteous mama. And um, regardless, I don't care where I was from. You don't fucking say that. And if you think that or say that, you're a fucking compiled piece of shit. You deserve to die. Fuck you. So anyway, (laughs) he says that. And at the time, like... Me and Juice, you know, Hose is like our for real sister. Mm -hmm. And in probably any other situation where there wasn't a knife that he had just held up to a throat, we would have gone buck ass wild. Mm -hmm. And I still feel guilty about this to this day that we didn't. But at that time, I was like, I just like took Hosey by the shoulders, gave her a big hug and was like we're gonna fucking go upstairs and just like try and be safe and like not or like yeah we're like we're just gonna get out of here which i'm still mad at myself for but um anyway so we did that i do not
0: blame you guys at all (laughs) for not not being confrontational there i mean that's a pretty fucked up situation and you guys have no context right like you just you're in that house for an hour and this shit happens those dudes have guns
2: to, yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. Like we were just like, what's the safest thing we can do? And it's just like and pretend the, like we didn't hear it and fucking go away and fuck this guy and leave before they wake up in the morning, yeah, which is and, what we did.
0: And even if something did go wrong, right? Like there's no calling the cops and them showing oh, up no. anytime soon, right?
2: No. Yeah, we are so that far is away a from fucked up everything. situation. Yeah. And you know, Hoes is so like I know you have my back. You don't need to feel bad about this, but I still do. Anyway, we fucking like just cuddled together and like hauled each other and, you know, whatever. In the morning, we set our alarms real early and we left before they woke up. Because that that was really scary <laughs> and awful. So
0: how did you make your way back to the road?
2: We were so lost. There was no <laughs> like we were just weaving around yeah. through neighborhoods. Like at some point, I think we asked like pulled over and asked somebody walking their dog, like, how the fuck did we get out of here? Uh-huh. Um, and we're very happy to leave that place. <laughs> wow.
0: And this is Still in the first week? Uh Second no. Week? I
2: think this is probably like two weeks in. Yeah. Two weeks in. Okay. Um the good thing is then we played fuck by fuck you, which was great. Like oh, we yeah. headed to Austin. Yeah. And you know, the typewriter museum. Play. Yeah, it was the best. And we played a bunch of shows. So there.
0: for the people who don't know, explain what fuck by fuck you is. It's
2: a big fuck you to South by Southwest. <laughs> it's in, in the um, city. Yeah. It's like
0: pretty much across the street from it's South everywhere. by Southwest. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: just like, oh yeah, all of you fucking bougie tourists who paid like Fucking five hundred dollars for your stupid wristbands. Um, we're gonna throw better shows for free. It's where the real bands play. Yeah,
1: usually. I mean, there's some good stuff in South by Southwest, but it's where the rest of the good
2: bands yeah. play. Well, and even those that good they'll stuff, end up, they'll end up playing. They fuck by play the fuck. YouTubers. by f- Kids yeah. are like, this is. I don't want to play for like ten rich people. I'd rather play for like the punk rock kids hanging out for free Amen. who are day drunk. And,
0: yeah. and like, like honestly, like sixty to seventy percent of the bands playing South by Southwest are just kind of. Bands that just get flown in to just like, yeah, sh- get showcased, right? Yeah. Like, oh, look at it! Look at our label's roster. Look at these guys, right? Totally, and, yeah. A lot of the lot which of the now, because of our asshole are...
2: president, like a lot of those bands get stopped at the airport and can't play. That's yeah. like a big thing in the news now, so
0: yeah.
2: yeah. But uh, I, I love Austin and playing there, and um, that was a particularly fun year. We played. Some rad shows and our friend Brian Nelson, who um, he's to have Australian catalog yeah, records. Yeah, I love that.
1: I was actually gonna say that. Fuck by fuck you. For the longest time, was run by that label. Yeah, great label, great band.
2: Yeah, so the same guy. He doesn't have that. La- the label stopped because he's like the busiest person I know. So we played a bunch of shows, but the last one of those in Austin was at this bar that's no longer called Lovejoy's, super rad bar, and it was they're smoking inside, and I don't even, <laughs> I'm not even a smoker, but it just felt right to be ham- <laughs> to be like hammered like on a Texas, Sunday, yeah. at, like two p.m. in a smoke filled bar. And I didn't know how cool it was at the time, because like I said, I didn't know shit about music, but we played in between The Devil Makes Three and Honky, which is Jeff Pincus from uh, Butthole Servers, and they had two drummers. It was like a cooler, way cooler CCR with two drummers. Nice. And I was (laughs) so stoked and so drunk, and like probably one of the most fun shows of my life was that. And all the Austin, like that's where all the people who lived there hung yep. out and it was good. Yeah. So that was a fun time. Then we headed to Mexico where we got turned around. Oh, you're yeah, uh, south of the border? We actually went south of the border. Oh, all okay. that we were, uh, we had these shows. Um, I mean, at the time,
1: did you need uh, passports to get no, in and out of Mexico? No. I no. Mean, I, I remember times, the time when you didn't need that. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, Uh, And before
0: we go on, I just saw fucking (laughs) I saw a hilarious like thing today on Twitter, which was like somebody talking about like um, when they go on tour they have all their co-workers saying like oh have fun on vacation and they're like yeah, fuck, fuck you, you. Yeah. I'm not going on vacation oh, have fun work. like sleeping in a work. seat
2: in the van yeah. with like my head all weird and I'm like super drunk uh-huh. and in like three day yeah. old clothes and I yeah. fucking smell like shit yeah. and, and my makeup I don't know smeared. where
1: you're staying tomorrow Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I don't
2: know where I'm staying ever yeah. and yeah. it's <laughs> like oh you're so fun and it's like let's just lock the doors we have I love Marshawn Lynch we have a, a, a <laughs> mask of Marshawn Sean Lynch, this is our van security Mm. that we just like it wild powers. Yes, wild oh, powers. We t- pace to the front of our windshield, so we're, when we're sleeping in the van, we're like, hopefully they'll walk up, see Marshawn's face, and be like, "Oh fuck, we're scared. Bye. <laughs> we're not gonna fuck with them after all." Yeah, <laughs> that's our van security. I've
1: always felt good. Van security is a Jesus <laughs> fish on the back and yes. an NRA sticker on the front. Yeah. And if you take a couple of uh, two or three shotgun shells and just sort of sh- throw oh. them on the on the dash on the dash, yeah. And I learned a long time ago all those stickers that were so cool on that first van i owned
0: nope no you're it's like oh bait. mark yeah there's gear yeah, in there. absolutely um, akimbo's first uh not our first van but our first like van that we all like put our money together and bought for the van mm-hmm. or for the band was um this giant monstrosity that had no air conditioning no. and so our our genius idea was we knew we were going to be touring in the summer it's gonna be hot as balls So let's take cardboard covered in tin foil and tape them all over the windows. You psycho! So, (laughs) so our back windows. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. It's like our back windows and uh, and most of the rear windows on the side are all have this like reflective shit on it, and it was like. It's based in science. Did it work? It's to bounce the sun <laughs> no, out smart. of the van. It reflects. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, it definitely makes it look like you have a driving meth lab. <laughs> and we absolutely got pulled over and harassed many times
2: yeah. because yeah. of that van. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> I <I've laughs> never cops heard fucking that's a great suck. story. Hey, cops. Oh, yeah. man. Now, when we drive, because there's all those checkpoints, you know, on Highway 10 and Highway 8, mm-hmm. like in Arizona, New Mexico. And, um, now, when we drive, we've learned to let the white girl drive. Like Lara is the yes. white girl in our oh, van. Oh yeah, no driver
0: Holy choice is shit. key.
2: Totally. It like, be. It's it up every be. time I'm driving. Like now, I'm like so proper and like I am nice to cops, even though I think you're a piece of shit and should die, and um, all these things. And I have this like nice, like business voice when I talk to them. And no, it doesn't fucking matter. They're gonna take me, get me out of the van, yeah. like yeah. search the van. When Lara's driving, even though she has like bright pink or bright green hair, they're like. Oh, my God, Fucking you're in a white band? white privilege is a
3: bitch, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: they're so like, weird how that, that works. It's so
2: cute of you to be in a band. Like, can I have a sticker? And you're like, Laura's like making friends with these cops to, so we don't get like fucked with. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, if I'm driving, they're like, get out. How many Mexicans do you have in the back? Get out of the van. And uh, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, um, I believe it. It's real. Yeah. You guys know. Yeah. It's can I tell a,
1: a quick Please. cop story? So we're coming out of New Orleans, and we're on our way to South by Southwest, and we have to play a library show, so we have to get there at 2. And we're in a rented SUV with a rented um, U-Haul behind us, and uh, we're in bumfuck nowhere Louisiana on a fucking highway, On on the freeway, but I mean, and I get stopped by a Louisiana cop, and he, in Louisiana, they pull you out of the car and take you back behind the car. And this is, uh, you know, I got piercings and tattoos and shit. I'm the freakiest looking dude. Yeah. And the guy, he's like, he's got his hat on so fucking tight and his shirt is so tight it looks like his face is bright beet red. And he's He's like like, a little mini boss hog, He's never
2: been laid in his life. He
1: he looks at me and he says, do you have any idea how fast you were going, you know, with his, I can't even do his accent. And I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, I had the cruise control set at eighty five, so and he just started laughing. <laughs> oh
2: no! Because I did,
1: I had the cruise control set at eighty five because we were in it. We were in a hurry, and he just bought, he just cracked up, took his hat off, oh, and wow. was like, "I can't tell you how refreshing that is. I've never actually had what? a motorist <laughs> tell me the truth before." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, you know. I mean, you gotta. I know I'm speeding. You know, my metal know band to, has to yeah, play yeah, a we library. Have show, this we have a library to get to, sir. <laughs> <But> <mean, laughs> no one's gonna believe me when I say that. They're gonna yeah. believe." Any yeah. other member of the band, but they're not going to believe me when I say that. So, but it was hilarious. He was so hilarious. Cool relieved, relieved, laughed, let me off with like, it was like a sixty-five and a fifty-five or something ticket. Like he didn't yeah. even hit, throw the book at me, and we just went, wow. you know, paid the ticket, and just fucking made it to the show. Dude, that's but lucky the as the look fuck. on his face when he started laughing was like. Oh God. <laughs> you know, this, is a, this is a Louisiana State Trooper. He took his I mean, hat he looks off. like a That's little a mini deal. psycho. You yeah. know, I mean, <laughs> I thought I was dead. Yeah. The only thing scarier than that is a fucking Texas Trooper because oh those fuck. guys are insane. They're all over six feet and they have that fucking hat on, and you just feel like you're yeah, going to get fucked. shot. You know, the and, hat
2: is not a good sign ever. No, no. If they have a hat, even if they're a Mountie, like Canadians are so nice until they're a Mountie, and then like and then the hat, the hat lowers, and you're fucked.
0: Man, Texas Trooper, we. This is a story for another show, but. Kimbo got stopped by a Texas trooper, and the start of the story was him telling us this was we were trying to get from Austin to El Paso, which is fucking long. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, there's it an all night drive. It's an all night drive, and we had just issue. left Austin at show close time, which is like two thirty three in the morning. So we're like four, four thirty in the morning, in the middle of nowhere in Texas, get pulled over by a trooper, and he says, I'm gonna search your van. I'm gonna need you guys to stand three hundred feet away and turn no. your backs to the van. <gasps> fucking scary. And I remember, I will never forget that feeling of standing there in the dark looking out into West nothing. West Texas. Wondering when, a, when, am I gonna, when am I going to hear the gunshot that drops my oh. body next to me. Or the motherfucker's
1: <laughs> like, what's this heroin doing here?
0: Right. Yeah. John. Like, like I mean, he's just going to like what is it doing throw <laughs> a bunch of drugs <laughs> yeah. in the van. Yeah. It could literally yeah. be he's like, like, oh no, my heroin sir. <laughs> officer, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, back to your story. I don't even remember. We're in Mexico.
2: Oh, we're on our way. Wait. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So you were going to Mexico from Texas, not from San Diego. No, you weren't like playing in Tijuana. So we made the super wise decision to go through Juarez, Mm -hmm. um, which is quite, I mean, I'm part Mexican. I fucking have so much Mexican pride. Juarez is maybe the most dangerous, worst city imaginable. (laughs) It's well known. The worst idea. There's so many other border crossings. Why that one? Don't know. So we go through Juarez, and like the band we're playing with in Chihuahua was like, Uh, calling us and we hear like hundreds of kids in the background like (laughs) so excited for us to get there and we're like we're coming we're coming and um and we get barely get through the border um it's the kind of thing where they took us all out of the van at least in the sugar van separated us and um and Lose Wait in, on the way into Mexico. Yes, hmm. and I think it was in the checkpoint, not oh, the border. Okay. And they separated us and questioned us separately. And it's the kind of like you know when dudes are like not gonna fight, but they front like they're fighting and they oh, keep yeah. bumping they the their chests. Laps. Yeah, yeah so they're like all of a sudden like I'm inflated and my chest and muscles are this big it's, it was like that but like to me who was uh-huh. like hey there's nothing in the van we're not idiots we got rid of our weed like in California fucking yeah. dingus bitch so whatever they were like why are dogs going crazy around your van I'm like cause we just had McDonald's and the fucking rappers are in the van you fucking assholes cause we love puppies come here <laughs> yeah it's like, I'd be going crazy too cheeseburgers are delicious um, so we somehow get into Mexico yeah. And after like loading up all the van, all, all our gear, they spl- like splayed out all over the fucking road. We get into Mexico. We did, get...
0: did they leave it there? Did they? Do it's like the oh, ultimate yeah. dick move, where they like take out all your shit, trash it, lay it out everywhere. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we didn't find anything. Bye. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. all of
2: our oh, boxes emerged. United. Does. Oh, all God. the t-shirts. It which like the t-shirts. We were so broke that like on the drive, the way we made t-shirts, Andy had made a stencil, and I had a bleach bottle, a spray bottle full of bleach, and Damn. So we just <laughs>
0: the third most punk thing you said in like half an hour. This is good. That's, that's that's pretty, pretty good. That's app. how that's we made all good. of our merch
2: was like shit we got from thrift stores and i spray painted bleached the stencil and then we just spray painted paint on top of it if we felt like it. So we were just making merch as we went and um anyway, all of those things were blown out like all over the road. I'm already a little boozy cuz i'm not making words. <laughs> Um, I think split splone.
3: Splun.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was flown out all over the road. And <laughs> we loaded back in the van, started driving into Mexico. And then they have these checkpoints, especially if you're going through Juarez. They have these checkpoints in Mexico with all these Federales with like huge assault rifles yeah. that they're holding. And luckily, like I speak some Spanish, Jews spoke some Spanish. We got through like three checkpoints. And we're like very close to Chihuahua now. We're super close to getting to the show. All the we're late. All the kids are freaking out. And we go through the last checkpoint, and they decide, um, "Oh yeah, you need a special permit for the no, trailer. A
1: need to pay us some money." Yes. Uh, well, yeah. we've
2: been paying. We've been pl- paying mm-hmm. the federal off the whole time. Yeah. So we get to this one place, and they're like, "No, you need a special permit for that trailer, Lozen has." And separately of that, oh, I'm sorry, back up. The checkpoint before, they were like, hey, your guitar player doesn't have a passport. He had an enhanced driver's license. It was right when the enhanced driver's oh, license yeah. had come out. And um, I was like, well, we were told this was cool for Canada and Mexico. And the guy in Spanish was like, yeah, your government's cool with that. You know who hasn't okayed that? The Mexican government. And of course, you assume <laughs> that's cool with us. It's not cool with us. Harsh. Yeah, but harsh. Fair. Yes, also like fuck Americans were the worst so (laughs) sugars turn around we head back get a hotel room in El Paso Lozen keeps going they get to the next checkpoint we're told they needed a special permit for the trailer they were also turned around we end up getting a the worst hotel room still to this day of my life we're all cuddled in all the girls in one bed all the dudes in the other And the the ceiling is leaking from the bathroom above Uh us. So it's like toilet water Mm -hmm. leaking onto our beds. And there's like techno music playing. I need to
0: speak with the manager, please.
2: So, yeah, yeah, the manager, the guy on duty, was high as fuck on meth. (laughs) And him and all his friends were like playing techno music and hammered and just like all night long, we didn't sleep. We just like cried. And like it was the worst
1: motel. I've been there. I've been there a couple times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been really? there.
2: Yeah. El Paso, especially, is like maybe the worst city in the country. I hate it there. It's
0: pretty awful.
2: Good Mexican food, but that's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was that night. Didn't get to play Mexico for all the screaming fans. And, you know, Mexico was just my happiest place of all time. Yeah. Me, too. Love it. Uh, it's right up there. Yeah.
0: Okay. Right. So that was that tour. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so It was, it was a... really fun other than that, though.
0: <laughs> it seemed like you're pretty, like all in to playing music ever since being really young. Yeah. Right. Was there a moment on that tour that was like this is definitely what I want to do for a long time. I, I Until think Im- I can't do it anymore, immediately. immediately. I mean even before. So you've already made up your mind before you even left right. Yeah. And then it's just that tour is just validation.
2: Yes exactly right. Yeah. So yeah even before that there's a lot of things I like doing but music is the one thing that I'm like if I don't have this like this is finally making me feel more sane and like mm-hmm. I can exist in society without mm-hmm. burning, being a mass arsonist, which is what I want to do a lot of times. <laughs> um, and so it's the only thing that makes me feel normal and somewhat like acceptable in the world. And especially this last tour I just got off of, I was like, it's, it's. I mean, post tour blues is so real. And this last time it was so real that I was like, I like cried every day for a week. And I was like, you know, I do a lot of rad shit in my life. I have such a great community. Everything in my life is, like, on paper great. But if I'm not on tour, I just feel completely unsatisfied. Like, what am I even fucking doing? Like, it's pointless. And it kills me that, you know, we don't have the kind of society that supports musicians like that. Oh, I Um, know.
0: Northern Europe.
2: Yeah, right? I've never got to tour Europe. drawing a big heart in the air for you guys right now. (laughs) Yeah, so trying to figure that shit out. Y'all should make it to Europe. That's the plan. First of
1: all... uh, (laughs) The last Wild Powers record, Mm -hmm. fucking phenomenal.
2: Thank you. Loved it. It was
1: in my top 10.
2: Oh, I know. I saw that. I was like, thank you.
0: (laughs) It's a great moment for a break. We'll play some Wild Powers. I'm going to get another beer. And then we'll talk about the tour that you just came back from. Good call. All right. All right, so Wild Powers just got back from. Are we
2: recording? Has this whole time been recording? I thought we were on a Not the whole time. Ever since since we accosted Jeff
0: for not recording during our Silver Chair moment. Fuck you, Jeff! Why
2: don't you (laughs) like (laughs) Silver Chair? You know, (laughs) the
0: (laughs)
1: rule is always leave it rolling, and I fucked up.
0: You did fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Silver Chair's not that bad. They're not that bad. Uh, In terms of like. In terms of like the Stone Temple pilots and.
1: You guys are fucked in the head.
2: What? Also, no, you know what? Children, when that came out, I will tell you
1: what. I will give them a chance.
2: Yes, thank you. I will. They were children. They were like in high school, right? Mm, I could be making this up.
0: They were yeah like I think they, they, were children, they had this whole childs. like like marketing campaign about how young they were and how influenced they were by bands like Nirvana and Soundgarden. Yeah, well obviously and, they were like and if and Greta did... Van
2: Fleet wasn't the worst band of all time, that's <laughs> them because they were children and yeah. like Greta Van Fleet, but they were like yeah we are influenced by these how bands. Yeah. That guy also, have we're that from voice.
0: Australia.
2: Yeah, also we like to drink Foosters. We just and like
0: Sith. Oh, wrote you know, you've you've Sith to surf. I rode a kangaroo. I rode a kangaroo. This show, <laughs> oh, I think I saw a crocodile out in I'm the I'm from
2: the oat bank.
0: <laughs>
1: Now I have to watch Crocodile Dundee one, two, and
2: three.
0: <laughs> That's racist, Jeff.
2: Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Racist. You, know, so, you don't like silver no share the Australians. Racist.
0: I have many Australian hey, friends, and fosters. they they all denounce. Of course, they Paul do. Hogan it's and terrible. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs>
1: he's he's like the Australian Polly Shore.
2: <laughs> hey, That's what the low. fuck is That's wrong low. with Polly Shore? Paul Hogan Encino man? What the fuck? Just Paul because Hogan, their names are Paul? Hogan, if you're listening,
0: I'm so sorry for what Jeff just Pauly said. Polly Shore I'm so sorry. I
2: love you, Polly Shore. Polly Shore, if you're <laughs> listening. We love you. Please don't be offended. Go fuck yourself. He's a gimp. He doesn't know what's happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> On tour, the way we stay awake in the van is me doing Australian accent because I'm awful at it.
0: Oh, give us an example.
2: Well, all right, no. so
0: pretend, uh, pretend I'm driving and I'm about to fall asleep. You're sitting shotgun. Okay. I'm driving, <laughs> okay. and you can you happen to look over and you see me do like the the delayed double blink, like the blip oh up, one of those, like <laughs> <laughs> and a my blinky. head's kind of bobbing a little no, bit. What do like you do? What do you do, Lupe?
2: Oh, yeah, John, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think we should pull over and get ourselves some four stars. We gonna show gonna be me, rest up. And we ride the kangi, Watch out for the rattlesnakes. We got heaps of them in this out back.
1: That's actually pretty good. You got heaps in there. That's very legit. You just
0: saved our lives. Thank 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 you. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and you almost made Rainier come out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: were on tour with Constant Lovers, which was, I don't know, last year sometime. But that was like our, they all try to do my shitty Australian. Everyone can do a better Australian accent than me. Like every uh, single human in the world. But they Including Paul to do Hogan. Mine. <laughs> yeah,
0: including. Not Australian.
2: But uh, yeah, it's a... Like Laura was like, "Hey, why does the octave of your voice go up like four <laughs> registers, and why are you shouting?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm just trying. It's just me trying." It's kind
0: of how you play drums, right? <laughs> Everything gets louder and and crazier.
2: I hate my high voice. I don't know
0: why it exists. <laughs> uh, so Wild Powers just got back from a oh, big yes. tour. Did okay. you guys do what four or five weeks? We America? did
2: well. We played. It was 26 shows in 26 days. Okay. No days off.
0: Yeah, that. I mean, oh, that's that's yeah. how tough. That's how Akimbo always used to roll. Yeah, you I guys rode A day off yeah. is a waste. In so if you're many not ways. playing,
2: you're paying.
0: Yep.
1: No Sundays or Mondays. That was no. my
2: rule. Yeah, that makes sense because a lot of those shows are really. I suck. like to camp. Yeah, all of those things are fun. I don't know. I was high booking this tour. Obviously, that wasn't my intention booking it. And then when the shows all worked out, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to tell the rest of your band members. Yeah, I was like no I was like, cool. So this is how we're marketing it. So that's why that's happening. And they're like, What did you do this for? Laura's like, you don't have to like she screams when she sings. And so it's not awesome yeah. for somebody who screams yeah. it's and singing. It. It's yeah. hard. Uh so but they toughed it out, you know. That was one thing when we started this band. I was like really felt fortunate to start a band with people young enough to not need hotels, like mm. be down with sleeping on crackheads floors. Yeah. Good and, backs. And, you know, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right? Good, resilient backs, exactly. Um, so, yeah, we toughed it out, even though a lot of shitty shit happened, but it was also the best tour I've ever been on, so.
0: That's awesome. What's it like booking a tour now? It's been a long time since I booked a tour. I did a lo- I did all of the booking for Akimbo for most of the time that we were around, and in the last couple of years, we were lucky enough to get a booking agent um, And so, yeah, it's been, God, I don't even want to, I don't want to count. It's going to make me sad how many yeah. years it's been since I, feel I booked the same a tour. Way about What's it like I doing it me. right now?
2: I fucking hate it. Well, I'm not a computer person. I yeah. fucking hate being on the computer and it's making fun of It's all computer, I'm stuff. sure. Yeah. Um, The lucky thing is I've been doing it now for 11 years. So I have great friends in a whole bunch of cities. So now, instead of just like, where it used to be like, I'm going to hit up this venue that's never, never yeah. heard of us. Yeah. I just hit up my friend who lives in that city. And they figure it out for me for the most part, but a lot of this tour, you know, was cities we've never played before, like fucking Indianapolis, for example. Oh, you um, guys
0: never been there yet?
2: No, we oh. had never. Welcome,
0: welcome to the club. Oh so, yeah, <laughs> welcome to the
2: like vacant industrial parking <laughs> yeah. lot. welcome to the being the depressed sea in Indianapolis of, like, club. I
0: mean,
1: <laughs> yellow gray. They don't have, don't they have a scene there though, like a little
2: bit? So we had a great yeah. show there actually. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, this it's good but, places to play. It's just not a nice town. Yeah,
2: rolling into that city, I was like, man man, I thought Seattle was depressing. Nope. Like the color of the sky and everything there is this yellow-gray color I've never seen in my life, and it made me just like feel for everyone who lived there. Um, but the place we played was like this awesome DIY spot full of color and kids, and it was rad, and we made a bunch of money somehow. I don't know how. Um, when we rolled up, though, we went to a truck driver's uh class like we rolled up into this industrial parking lot we thought was the venue (laughs) uh Uh, yeah it was next door we were showed up at there was like truck drivers learning how to be truck drivers Mm. class and we're like hi we're supposed to play and they're like (laughs) no (laughs) um and then we just drove to the other side and then there was a world of cubicles um that people had styled out like artists had styled out and there was a venue in there and it somehow worked out
0: Okay, so I've never so, been in Indianapolis. So booking a tour these it's days is, is mostly computers and emails. Is and it, friends? How friends. Much friends. It, okay. <laughs> well, I'm I'm assuming a lot of it's like Facebook and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it sucks. I hate it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but there's no one I'm band mom. I have to fucking do it, so.
0: Yeah. So you're you are the the manager
2: I, by default. Okay.
0: I feel like every every band that has ever been successful to some teeny tiny margin has had one, at least one person
1: you're lucky if you
0: have two. Yeah, lucky if you have yeah. two. But there's always the one person who's like, okay, if we're gonna be if we're gonna be real f- a functioning band, we need to have one person just take control of things that people don't like to do, yeah. right? Like booking shows. That's definitely or, me. Or <laughs> yeah, like the person who has to. Uh, put the van in their name. So they mm-hmm. pay the insurance what about the on the person that's van? good with money? Which yeah. Which could
1: be the same person that you're All talking me. about All right the now. Same yeah, the accountant. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had an yeah. accountant in my band, so it you did, this, oh, that's nice. right. it took us a while to figure out that we should have the accountant keep the band money. Uh-huh. What? It went through me, then Jake, and then finally to Zach, and it was like, duh. Yeah, he's
2: yeah. an accountant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you're the one holding it down and making sure the band's on actually like, yeah, Like, can do Lara
2: is definitely a creative genius. Um jojo is maybe the best bassist i've ever known in my life and um and he does the merch orders which Uh is great but literally everything else it falls on me so um which i'm not trying to talk shit fuck i love my bandmates so much um we just also i've been doing it longer so it's the kind of thing where like they've definitely offered to help um you know email and reach out and i'm like fuck i already have the fucking booking draft with the fucking links and the pictures and the videos and i already know a lot of people in these towns so i'm just gonna fucking do it um but yeah it sucks but you know tour is the best thing ever so yeah
0: no it's a lot of work i was definitely the the tour guy i was the the booking guy Mm -hmm. in akimbo from when we were doing it all so yeah yeah
2: that band was rad hey thank you
0: (laughs) arguably one of the best bands ever in seattle yeah Hmm. so
2: fucking good Anyway.
0: Ah, bad, at, <laughs> bad at taking compliments. But I, I will argue that, though. I would <laughs> oh. also argue that
1: you, Lupe, are one of the best drummers in Seattle oh, right now. Fucking A. Absolutely. I put you in the top five, top absolutely. three. Well, probably top three. Thanks. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a big compliment. We're lucky. Mm-hmm. The dearth, the depth of our bands that we have in this fucking scene is it's pretty
2: deep. Yeah. Pretty it's good. It's dope. And you realize that when you go on tour, because yeah. people will be like, oh, what? Like... And especially being a woman, there's so many people all over the country who are like, how do you do that? Like, how is that even possible? And it's like, you're the first woman drummer I've seen. And it's like, yeah. what the what? fuck are you talking? Really, dude? Like, do you knock it out? <laughs> do you just like yeah. stay at yeah. home and watch Kings and Queens? But that's not how it is in other cities. No. I mean, you can even be
1: talking New York, LA, Chicago, San Francisco to a certain degree. The All those... Huge cities have, you know, amazing bands in them, but the, the depth that we have, the, the, yeah. you know, like, like our bench players are better than, yeah. you know, <laughs> a lot of the people that are in totally. those fucking cities. No offense, especially to Chicago, because they're fucking great. St. That was pretty good. We are Bear, yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, That's a fucking yeah. great. Yeah. I have so much pride in the Northwest, but me when too. I think about Seattle and the the amazing bands we have, bands that I'm friends with, I'm like, how am I friends with you two? How am <laughs> I oh, How am I friends with like Helms Ali? You yeah. know what I mean? I, I see them and I get two chills. of the
2: best drummers in Seattle are in that fucking band. Yep. i know? Isn't that? <laughs> it pisses me off so much. I'm like Ben. Can I be better at you than at something? It, literally anything. But uh, yeah, he's a fucking great drummer too.
1: You should just start building amps. I bet you'd be better.
2: Oh yeah, I'd be great. <laughs> I'm a better snowboarder than him. That's literally the only thing I can. Think there you of go. That's, better. that's something. Ugh. All right. It's sex when your friends are good at everything and really nice. You're like, oh, what can I get mad at you, you can't for? Hate Nothing. On him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So 26 shows in 26 days yeah. around the around the U.S. Yeah. Did you hit all Most... four corners?
2: No, we didn't do the East Coast. The farthest east we went okay. was Nashville. Okay. And then, like, went up to the Midwest, cut back down, and went back up.
0: So how was it? High points, low points?
2: It was the best tour I've ever been on. Like, okay. definitely, like, bigger crowds. So this was the first tour we actually made money on. Um, oh,
0: my God. That's the feeling. best feeling. Yeah. That's the best I'm like, feeling. i I've been you doing, doing this for
2: 11 money? years, and we've yeah. never made money. Yeah. Ever until now. Dude,
0: so, like, <laughs> Akimbo occasionally made money on tour. But it was, like, the degree that which we made money was, like, that's a little bit. We'll just, you know set it aside oh, and, no, it's and spend fun. it in a month Yeah. or like I think the best we ever did was once we came home and we had enough to divvy it up and we each paid rent for the time yeah, see, that we were gone and like it covered to me once, it once. covered the time that we were gone but yeah. we were still fucked so you're right? still breaking <laughs> even and broke yeah. so yeah. how much like you don't have to tell us how much money you guys made but like what was the profit margin like was it like uh,
2: uh the profit it, uh, margin yeah. was such that i think we will be able to make our next record without putting any of our own money that out. is Sick. nice which is nice that is
0: nice that's great
2: it is great people like merch it turns out mm-hmm. and Fucking, that's helped us a lot, and we had a lot better shows this time around. Sounds like
0: you found your people, right? Like, you found your places and people to play to. A lot of
2: our people, yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, we locked down in a couple, like, we played a sold-out show in Chicago with La Luz. That was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, We played fucking, I don't remember because I drank rosé, but we there was, like, shows <laughs> like that all over, like like, spotted here and there that yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, this actually worked out quite nicely. Like, who would have thought? Fucking Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, sure. um, Madison's
0: great. It's yeah. college town. Great down? place to play. Uh, Where did you play in Chicago? Uh,
2: it's a new venue called oh. the Sleeping Village. I don't know it then. Yeah, nobody knows it, but it was sold out. La Luz was great. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold almost all of our merch that night. Yeah, so this is a funny story. We're all like riding high, and like here's all these La Luz fans that who like know every word to their song. And that band is fantastic, but very different than – like, Wild Powers is way heavier and screamier. Yeah. And I was like, we might – they it's might just be a like – weirder band. Yeah, band too, they're yeah. probably going to – I was like, they're going to be like, oh, here's more Seattle girls. Why are these ones so angry and not pretty <laughs> like this other band? Uh-huh. Um, but whatever. They liked it. And so we got done. We were all riding high. Went to go get late night tacos. Parked in the spot that was like, Taqueria – Parking only. We're like cool parked. Went to get tacos. And um I have had this bad habit of leaving my keys in the ignition of the bear. No Um you need to nip that no in the bud, shit, dude. Right and it's now. because my element, my Honda element at home, it beeps at me if the keys are in there, and I have this like boop boop to click that it's locked. But <laughs> it's, that's not the case on but a 1999. You Fort need Colin. your car
0: to tell you to take your keys it out called. of it. Right? I realize
2: that, and if either of my bandmates did that, I would fucking murder them. So I'm so mad at myself. So anyway, <laughs> whatever. We park. I leave the keys in the ignition. I hope my husband's not listening to this podcast. And lock all of the doors. Thank God we all have keys. I lock all the doors with the keys in the ignition and all our gear in the back and everything we own.
0: Smart. It's yep. it's safe. The keys sure. are safe in the van. Sure, there yeah. you
2: go. We go get tacos we're all like we just made a bunch of money for us. This is so fun. Woo! Like let's uh, tacos are on the band fund. And uh, yeah, yeah, right. on the band. Yeah, tacos on the band. So like we eat the tacos real quick. We're back out 15 minutes later we're out. We go to get the van. It's gone. Van's gone. Your it, van's gone? Yep. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. It is freezing cold. It's windy was gonna as fuck. I going to be a triple story. I didn't Holy realize fuck. it was
1: going to be a band. Van's
2: box. gone. Uh, and Laura and Jojo, my bandmates, um, who are always like super sweet and nice to me. It's like the first time I've ever seen their disappointed eyes at me. <laughs> and I was like, where's my keys? And Laura's like, Lupe the van's gone. Where's your keys? And I was like, and I just have the singing feeling. I'm like, oh. fuck, I left him in the fucking ignition. It's like
1: seeing your dad get beat up.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. It's like, it's
1: fucking, they got that's, that look in their
2: face. That's, Yeah. So disappointed. That is the the cloth from which I am cut.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So So where was your van?
2: So I call the cops. Everyone's stressing the fuck out on the sidewalk. Um, They start smoking cigarettes. They've been so good about not smoking all tour. They just start fucking chain smoking. (laughs) Stress the fuck out. Yeah. I'm on the phone with the cop, the very nice dispatch who is like, hey, I'm going to need you to take a lift to this tow truck place down the street first. And I was like, like, fuck you, dude. I parked (laughs) in the Taqueria parking lot. It has a sign like... I'm not taking a cab anywhere. I want to know where my van is. Like, I was like, okay, cool. So I'm gonna take a lift there. And when my van's not fucking there, can I call you by name? What's your phone number? Give me your personal cell phone. What's your first and last name and your officer number? I mean, a total bitch. And I feel vi- poor
0: guy. This if, is his life. Yeah, like this is his shift every, every night. Day. Yeah. If this
2: guy ever hears this, I'm sorry, and I should have called you back. But. um I get super pissed, but I have no other option. So we. Well, your call van a is lift. your
0: fucking castle on tour. It's literally
2: all we have. Yeah. All we, it's, it's all so we have. Stressful. Like yeah. I didn't even have a proper coat. I was freezing. So, call a lift. We're like, we need to go to this address the cop gave us. It ends up being two blocks away. I'm like, we could have walked. Okay, whatever. So and the guy, the lift driver was like, Oh, I bring people here all the time. I was like, what? Like he's like, I recognize this address. The
0: fucking racket. They're yes. all working together. It's mafia. So
2: all of Chicago is that. And, like, I have mafia roots, so, like, I'm trying not to be mad about it, but it's a fucking racket. <laughs> it's a racket. So, we we're going to start a mafia
0: podcast to talk about your mafia oh, roots. <laughs> <part laughs> oh, that's way. a whole nother. like,
2: <laughs> and it's okay for me to talk about now because all of those parts of my family are dead. So, it's I can talk about it.
1: Just Knock like your roadie. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 See how he did that? I brought it I'm back sorry, around. Tim. I was thinking it. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say he it. He
2: was very nice. Just I'm not sure a he good was.
1: Yeah. Let me guess. Van was there.
2: Van was there. Key's still in it. Doors are still locked. And the nice lady at the tow truck place was like, okay, well, since it's a 110 vehicle, we had to get the big boy tow truck. We had left that van there, for the record, no longer than 15 minutes. And find out later from our friend from Chicago that the tow truck companies in Chicago have, like, cameras set up in their, like, precinct or whatever district whatever the fuck you want to call it they have cameras set up everywhere so as soon as somebody parks in not the right spot they're on it like less than a couple minutes they fucking what tow a great it
0: great way to make money
2: right fuck you chicago Son except i bitches. love your city except for i've that. seen that
0: shit go down in portland
2: what really yeah
0: absolutely i've seen that shit go down in portland twice two separate occasions i don't know if they had cameras or what but i've seen like we like we played a show in portland our van was parked fine some poor fucking mom gets out and parks her minivan gets out and walks across the street from the venue doesn't even go to the show and uh parks in a spot that was like i'm it must have been some zoning something or other Oof. and i see this tow truck like pedal to the metal like faster and crazier than you should ever see a big tow truck, tow truck drive drivers are fucking come around the corner stop right in front of it hook the shit up and take that car away and like Three, Dude,
2: three fucking. Do they make commission off of that? Because why? That's what is their the passion? Yeah, that's how they make their money. Yeah, but the company. But I'm like, does the individual tow truck driver make? No, tow no, truck no, no. drivers are like the best and the worst. Yeah, you know, mostly the worst. But when they ten percent of the time the best. I've, when it's
0: when it's predatory, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, and it's terrible.
1: usually the city contract. Uh-huh. Yes, that is. That's, that's the, the worst. That's up. all of that's fucking mafia Chicago, right there. That's yes, some it is.
3: Up shit.
0: And, like, even isolated to the city, I get it, right? Like, you, you're doing your thing. Your business is like, you're, like I'm embracing capitalism. I'm just going to fucking mm-hmm. get, with, get with the program <laughs> and come up with a system that's going to make me a fuck ton of money at the expense of the little people. But when it comes to touring bands, getting your van towed, it's the like, worst. it is the worst gut punch yeah. you can get. It's Ever. like, it's your fucking castle. It's your home base. The van is like your house. Like, if you could just imagine... If you put your house, the place, your domicile, where you live, put it on wheels and drive it around the country.
2: It's the only thing you have.
0: And then somebody comes and takes it away from you. Not to mention, In a strange town where you don't know anything. Not to mention, like, priceless
2: instruments. Like, Lara's guitar is so rare and vintage. And, like, my drums are really special and technically still my husband's. (laughs) And, like, those things can't be stolen. Like, they're irreplaceable. So, fucking $530 later, I was like, I was parked there for 10 minutes and you towed it two blocks. It's $530. I tried, I was like, dude, we're broke musicians. Like, we literally are eating Taco Bell every Oh, day. no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. But the person that's sitting behind that counter has no soul. No, they can't. Most because times. Because yeah. all they do is take poor people's money. Yeah. All fucking day. And I was like, this is the
2: taqueria. We went and had tacos. And she's like, well, technically, the carniceria and the taqueria are in the same building, but two separate businesses. And you parked in the carniceria. I was like, what? Also, (laughs) like, I'm not trying to be, I'm Mexican. I'm not trying to be racist here, but a lot of times taquerias are connected to carnicerias, yeah. including some of my favorite tacos in the world. How are you supposed to know? They have the same name. Like the name of it was like Miguel's or whatever. I don't fucking remember. But <laughs> oh, it was no, like didn't. the same fucking name. And I'm like, how am I supposed to know the tacos is separate? Fucking dicks. Mm. Um, so that
1: soulless, was that. soulless fucking trolls sitting behind those desks.
0: So there goes your merch money from so Chicago. So there
2: went all the money. Uh, well, half of it. Yeah, most of it, yeah.
0: How's the rest <laughs> of the tour? So it was great Mostly. overall.
2: Well, yeah, we almost died uh, a couple of days before. Maybe there's
0: a good story there. <laughs>
2: the good story is you learn how much you love your family and friends and uh-huh. tell them that more because you're not dead. Okay. But um, yeah, we got – so we were coming off of Fuck By, Fuck You. We were just played. And tacos actually – so Don flew down um, to Austin. So I was doing double duty with Wild Powers and tacos, which was so fun. And um, and played a bunch of shows. Had a great South by – Was this
0: all in Austin or did, you, all you, in did Austin. you guys do a run together? No, we just did San okay. Antonio
2: and Austin. And – uh Met a bunch of our heroes and hung out with them in Austin, which was cool. Like, who John, are your heroes? John Schmerzel and like, uh, fucking Jonathan Hischke and these, you know, like, uh, Brainiac and, uh, pretend
0: I'm an idiot and I don't know who these
2: people okay, are. Okay, so Brainiac is this rad, like JoJo's favorite band and, um, great band. Super.
1: Um, tragic story behind that band. Yeah, dude but,
2: died. Yeah. Um, anyway, John Schmerzel is fucking super fun to hang out with and, uh, we he is in a band a new band that I fucking love. They are almost what like is the
1: name of said vertical
2: band? scratchers. <laughs> it's a be good band name.
1: That album I I right guess now. that's
2: a, so our friend Nick Reinhardt who plays in uh Terramellos and a bunch of other bands mm-hmm. um and it's just a super fun fucking grumpy guitar geek who I adore. another great band yes um so they are old school homies of mine and Shay, my husband's. And Shay used to be their tour manager. And they always stay at her house. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he's playing with Jonathan Hischke from Pinback. I think from Pinback, right? Or a bunch of... He's this rad bassist. I don't know all this cool stuff, guys. But (laughs) they're in a band with John Schmerzel and um, Vertical Scratchers. Yeah, Yeah. so good. And then Christian, um, who... From Triclops or uh yeah. Triclops. Triclops. Yeah. I know Christian. So he's the he drummer. Was in
0: victim's family too, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he
2: is playing drums in that band. So really, this is like really good fucking drummer. dream team. Yeah. Like, oh I'm no, like,
0: Christian, the drummer. Ba- well, he tri-clops. plays
2: drums and no, he plays drums and vertical scratchers, but he played guitar in triclops, I wanna say. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Like yep. his last okay. name is that. I'm getting French. all the members confused. It's like yes. Value or below. Yep. He goes by X T I A N Yeah, probably. That sounds like him. Yeah. so whatever that band vertical Scratchers is like i've been obsessed with guided by voices lately and they're kind of like guided by voices mixed with like more heavy and fucking but sometimes poppy gbv has that poppy shit too anyway they're fucking amazing and we got to hang out with them and you know play shows together and stuff at fuck by i don't remember i was going with this story Oh, right after that. Point being, this is the story of this last tour. Mm -hmm. We'd have the highest highs. We're like, we're hanging out with our idols. This is so fun. And then the very next day, leaving Austin, coming into Fort Worth. We're 10 minutes away from the venue. We're on the freeway. And I'm driving and we, I don't know what happens. Next thing, all I know is we get hit and the van starts spinning around. Holy And we're on two wheels. So we're on like the side two wheels.
1: Uh-huh. Like an action movie.
2: Exactly right. Um, And we spun around three times and I just see the like median, the big concrete wall yeah. that divides the freeway. Um, I just see it coming towards my driver's side. Oh, and my God. Yeah. It was like real slow-mo feeling.
0: I have to say, I'm really angry <sighs> at your bass player, Joe.
2: JoJo? Yeah. JoJo?
0: Is this good by JoJo? Yeah. Okay. I saw him at a party recently, and I asked yeah. him how tour was, and he did not tell me anything about almost dying Because in a car it's a accident.
2: super bummer. Because <laughs> anytime you tell people, they look at you all concerned, and they're like, oh, I love you. And you're like, <laughs> but yeah. But we know that you're all alive. We're alive. Yeah very barely <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: um
2: and it's it was i just had a crazy dream last night about like any time i close my eyes a lot of times now when i close my eyes i envision this like slow motion spinning and cu- my face coming towards a concrete wall Holy it's shit. awful <laughs> yeah um but really great to be alive but anyway so we're on two wheels we spin around 3 times we're coming towards this wall and like when people are like oh yeah your whole life flashes before your eyes that's that didn't happen to me. What happened to me is like this horrible guilt that I took these two, my family member, like my bandmates are my family and they're 10 years younger than me. And I was like, this is the end and I'm the one driving and oh my I'm doing you know, this. It's
1: weird that you have enough time to think, to think things like that, you Yeah, know? but it's true. It happens Fuck. in accidents.
2: It was awful. And I was just like thinking like they're so young like we're all so young but they're so young you know and i'm just like i'm leading them into this this is my idea my stupid idea to have a tour with no days off like all of these thoughts go through my mind and right before we hit the wall i see this like flash of my husband's face and this feeling of he's never gonna know that i this wasn't my fault and i didn't want to do that like and i he knows i love him but like Maybe he doesn't know the extent of which. And right at that moment, the side mirror of the driver's side door uh, hits the wall, smashes, goes flush with the side of the van. Uh And for some reason, at that moment, all four wheels went down. Finally. We were on two wheels this whole time. And right when all four wheels came down to the ground, I pushed the brakes literally inches away before my entire body smashed into the wall. Holy shit.
0: (laughs) Oh my God! I was actually not breathing while you were telling the story. It was like, "Holy and, God!" And you got tears in your eyes, which yes. is
2: bringing
1: oh. tears to my eyes. Sorry. <laughs> <It was laughs>
2: this awful. is. I'll
1: drink. <laughs> oh my God! I need another bracelet. I, know, I, God. I
2: grabbed the rose. Like, uh, oh, fuck. Oh that was gnarly. Yeah, Lupe. Really happy to be alive. I'm really happy I didn't kill my best friends.
1: Thank you so much.
0: But so, like, what <laughs> happened though? What happened? Like uh, It was so, it obviously wasn't your fault. Like, no, the van got hit. No, so
2: we didn't know this at the time, but the, there was a lady behind us, and apparently her tire blew out, and when that happened, we were on the freeway going fast. Yeah. So when her tire blew out, she creamed the back of our van and just sent us spinning. Oh, my God. So it wasn't even her, like, how do you control that? She, it wasn't her fault. Yeah, sometimes
0: shit just happened.
2: Yeah, shit just, it was a freak accident, and, yeah. you know, lucky for us, the van went down on all four wheels before I hit that wall.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Lupe. Yeah. Thank you for being on our podcast. <laughs> Thanks you know for what the name me. of our
2: podcast is? Tomorrow We Die. Tomorrow We Die.
1: And I sincerely hope that never happens. Same. Thanks. And uh I hope that's the worst thing that ever happens to It'll, anyone that we yeah. know on tour. Same. Yeah. We yeah. all have known people who have mm-hmm. died on tour, et cetera. But uh yeah.
0: I actually don't know anyone who's died on tour. I have a bunch of musician uh, friends right, who are after not that, alive hers anymore.
2: Fucking, it was like a couple days later that shit happened to hers. From uh, a yeah. after tree it, which is tragic and sucks. Blah.
0: Yeah, I know people who have had uh, brushes gotten yeah. pretty close. Mm.
2: That was uh, definitely the most dramatic. Van almost to South w- by we fucking um, we like found this rad alley parking spot, and we went to go see Vertical Scratchers, and we were like hustling to get there, and we parked right up against this pole, and nobody was in front of us. We came back to the van. And there was a Volvo sedan fucking parked, pushing on our front bumper. Like, all the way pushing it. And I have a one ton van. I'm very proud of my honky van. And this fucking sedan literally was pushing it up off of the ground. And I was furious. How is that? What if so we looked I know I was so pissed because who has a Volvo that's gonna do that Volvos are expensive as fuck clearly this Volvo was stolen it had a temporary license that was expired and it already was a little beat up so Lara and Jojo being the more cool headed ones in the band were like Let's call the cops, and I was like, "Fuck that! I'm going full Beyonce on this shit." And you know that video where she's in the yellow dress and she just beats—she has a bat and she beats the shit out so of—that's what I would have done. Fucking Jay Z's car because he's cheating on her with a fucking stupid ass fucking nanny. Don't have a hot nanny. Also, fuck you, Jay Z. You're not even half of. Ugh.
0: I wish I could have I'm a nanny. It. I'll Can't. take any nanny. Hot, hot, hot ugly, whatever. Are a bad idea. I'll take a nanny. No hot. I'll take nanny. any of. <laughs> them. Give me one. Child nanny. Fine. Yeah. Fine with it. Yep. I'll be so, super civil. Oh, yeah. No cheating. <laughs> beat I the shit out
2: of the Volvo. Lara and JoJo got mad at me. So, wait,
0: you, you beat
2: did? Yeah, I did like a, you... a dance on the hood. Oh, okay. And then the roof and fucking kicked it a bunch. I left it fucking I was it. hoping it was you were going to tell indented. me you
0: took some drum hardware.
2: Um we could stand or I wish I could but we couldn't open the back door because it was <laughs> against the fucking pole. Good call. Called the cops, called the tow truck company, nobody would help us. So then we called Brian Nelson, Australian catagods mm-hmm. guy who booked our show, and he's like, "Don't worry about it. I got this." And he is leader of this thing called the Austin Facial Hair Club, which are these like I've heard of that. They're like punk rock shriners. So they're like <laughs> do good for the community, but they look like mean as fuck and they're <laughs> all like super long beards and tattoos and look and so, like, next thing I know, there's like ten of these dudes. They have bandanas tied over their faces, so only their eyes are showing. And they're like, "Come down!" And they're like in leather and the fucking d- and they they come up. They're like, "What's up, Lupe? We're just gonna lift this thing out of the way." <laughs> Fuck
3: yes! And I
2: was like, "I lift weights. I'm gonna lift it with you. Let's turn it over and it's back." Fuck these motherfuckers I was like so pissed and excited. And then they have like one sweet lady with them who is like. The wife of one of them, I don't remember. She was very smart and collected. Uh, Just just for the
0: record, I'm imagining the Pee Wee Herman biker gang right now with the one tough lady (laughs) who's like their leader.
2: But this lady like looked like a librarian. Like she was not, it was like (laughs) all these tough dudes and then one sweet like quiet lady and she was like,
0: Did she
1: have
2: a bandana? No, she did not.
1: And she was like,
2: hey Lupe, really sorry this happened to you. She like pulled me aside. She's all, really sorry this happened. I'm just saying that's a sedan and you have a one ton van. Have you tried like pushing it? <laughs> She's like they already hit your bumper. You're like they're, they're they damaged your bumper. I was like you're fucking brilliant. <laughs> so I got in the van. Maybe the most satisfying feeling in my life was driving that thing forward and just pushing the fucking Volvo out into the street. I mean, yes. like fuck you. And we went to go play. Maybe the best show we played all tour, and because uh, we couldn't load in to our show, uh, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, pushing into the road. The only sad thing was is like we didn't get to lift, but Volvos are heavy. There, I don't know if we could have lifted be More than it.
1: ten people. To lift a motherfucking Volvo. It's not a Volkswagen or a Honda we're talking about.
2: That's why I need my one-ton honky van. Fucking love you. (laughs) And, yeah, pushed it out of the way. Went to play the best show. Vertical Scratchers guys were all there, and we felt, like, really cool and special for a night. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: how we go out. (laughs)
2: Okay.
0: On a high note.
2: Yeah, high note. And not dead.
0: (laughs) Yay. Lupe, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you.
2: Thank you guys so much. I feel really special. Thanks. Let's take shots.
0: Holy shit. There it was. First interview of the show. Epic. With Lupe. It's so full disclosure, we're recording this a little bit after yeah. the recording session. And I still cannot stop thinking about that hand job at Knife Point. <laughs> that <is> the, <laughs> and that's how the podcast started. I can't friend. believe it. That's such a that's an amazing story. Uh, I'm so glad everyone was not hurt. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so that was Lupe Flores. She's actively playing in the band Tacos. Wild Powers and Lorbo. You can find Wild Powers on the internet at wildpowers.com. That's wild, scom Tacos is tacos with an exclamation point. They're on Facebook and Bandcamp as at Tacos Band.
1: Why are all her band
0: names so hard to spell? I don't know, man. <laughs> and then, uh, and Lorbo is also on Facebook as well. Lorbo Band on Facebook. This show is about touring musicians telling incredible stories from their lives as they remember them. Humans are generally pretty great, but we all know that memory fades over time, and that in the moment, people interpret situations differently based on their personality, background, state of mind, drugs they were on, intoxication level, etc., etc. The important thing to get across here is that at no point
1: should these stories be considered hard facts or perfectly accurate portrayals of real events. If by some chance you were there for something that was talked about on this show or know someone who was and heard a different side of the story. If you
0: feel we've been inaccurate or misrepresentative in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out and help us set the record straight. Tomorrow we die podcast at gmail.com. We'll read everything.
1: And to any road worries out there who might be listening, we want to hear your stories too. If you have a crazy moment from the road you want to share with us, then please drop us a line on email.
0: Write it up as succinctly as possible, please. We don't want to read your autobiography. And if we have the time, we'll read it on a future episode. Feel free to plug yourself in the band as well. Again, the email address is tomorrow we die podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And once again, I'm Jeffrey McNulty. And I'm John Wisniewski, and this is Tomorrow, Tomorrow We Die. Die. Find us on the internet here for Twitter at Tomorrow We Die PC, Instagram at Tomorrow We Die Podcast, and again, the email address is Tomorrow We Die Podcast at gmail.com. Please, if you like the show, subscribe to the podcast feed, smash that subscribe button, just smash it. Podcast production by myself, Jeffrey M.
1: McNulty, at the Pachinko Parlor, Seattle, Washington. The background music is from Noel Frequency Impulsor. Thanks so much for listening.